welcome to the Saints and Alumni Show. I am your host, Jake Hill from the class of 2009. I am the Associate Director of Alumni Relations here at Siena College. And on today's show, we have Bobby Bailey, Megan O'Neill, and Gianna Gregorio from the class of 2021. They're here to talk about the senior gift campaign and the senior year at Siena. So we're gonna to touch on that. We'll touch on senior year and we'll touch on some of their favorite Sienna memories and what they'll miss most and how they got through this COVID time at Sienna. All of this and more on the Saints and Alumni Show on WBCR 88.3 The Saint. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Saints and Alumni Show on 88.3 The Saint. My name is Jake Hill, and I am a member of the class 2009. I'm joined here by members of the class of 2021 from the Senior Gift Committee, Megan O'Neill, Bobby Bailey, and class president Gianna DiGregorio. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, so first off, you know, where are you guys from, and why did you choose Siena? So I'll start us off. I am from a small town in North Jersey. I personally chose Siena. I feel like the standard answer is because of the community, but that was definitely very true for me. I wanted to be somewhere where I felt welcomed on campus and I immediately felt that with Siena. I think another really big thing for me was Siena's Franciscan values. While I didn't know what the Franciscan tradition was upon coming to Siena, I came to realize that a lot of its values and tenets are things that I have already embraced in my life and got to continue to grow on upon coming here. That sounds like a great admissions team answer right there. Uh, how about you, Bobby? Yeah, so I'm from Massapequa, uh, New York, which is on Long Island. And for me, I was looking, you know, small to medium-sized schools. So Siena kind of fits that bill perfectly. It's also close enough to home where I can always go home uh, via train or just drive or, you know, head further north if my mom says she's coming up or give me time to clean my house if she says she's coming up. So... I really just enjoyed the community. Like Meg said, that's kind of the typical answer, but really I, I loved the campus community. I loved the quad. The campus just made sense to me. And then obviously the area around Siena is even better. That's perfect. I know when I was a student, when I came, my mom was about three and a half hours away, which is probably about the same as Massapequa. And that was just far enough, but it was close enough at the same time. Uh, and Gianna, how about you? So I'm from Rotterdam, New York, which is about 25 minutes from Siena. So it's still my home away from home though. Um, I always say that Siena chose me. I had my heart set on another college. And then my mom was like, can you please go see Siena? And I caved. I was like, okay, thank you so much for making me come here because this is my place and I belong here. So Siena chose me and I'm so happy with my decision to be here. Now our that, that's a great answer as well. Thanks to your mom for sending you to us. Uh, are any of you guys legacy students? Did any of you come from a family with Sienna people? Nope. Okay. All right. That's, uh, but I think Meg, doesn't your younger sister go here now, right? Yeah. So my sister is a sophomore at Sienna and um, I wanted her to come here so badly <laughs> and I didn't think she was going to. So she put her deposit down on May 1st and I was in a meeting and I had a cup of like you know those like Orby things and I was so excited I like threw them everywhere and I had to like clean them all up but yeah so she's she's here with me now which I'm super happy about 
that's awesome. And you get to start your own little Sienna legacy, which is nice. So, you know, in terms of legacies and things, you, you guys are living in a totally different world than most alumni have in, you know, the COVID times. And, you know, most people don't know what that's like as a student, you know, how has that been as a student this year, especially during your senior year to live during the times of COVID? I guess I can start us off again. I think it's definitely been very different. Um, and I think a lot of the reason for that is because you've been so hyped up about your senior year ever since your freshman year, you get to see all the seniors do all the cool stuff. And like you see their faces on campus and they're leading things. And it's something that like, I know for myself, I've been looking forward to since fall of 2017, since like our freshman orientation. Um, so I think that's definitely been very different because obviously guidelines have changed like capacities, what events we can and can't have. Um, but I continue to feel, ever since we went home last March, I've continued to feel so grateful for Sienna's community because of the way they've continue to reach out and make sure that we still feel at home, whether you're virtual or whether you're actually on campus. And um, for me, like living in a townhouse has been incredible because I still am with like my best friends all the time. And so like that community is still very much alive. It's different, but it's shaped so that we can still be Sienna during COVID. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, for me, I was abroad uh, last spring. So when COVID hit, so for me, a lot of my friends I hadn't seen since December. And so coming back, seeing them for the first time in August, or maybe I went the first month of school last semester without seeing them, so September, it made them seeing whoever it was that much more special. Uh, it was nice to you know see a friendly face, get to, I guess, friendly eyes, I would say. Uh, but also it, it made me and my house closer. Obviously, uh, that's really all we can see without a mask. Uh, so seeing people with a mask, whether it's outside, you know, just walking to do laundry, seeing someone you hadn't seen or haven't seen in, you know, a month or two mm -hmm. uh, is, I think that's the special part about, you know, I guess to put a good thing, good positive light to COVID. It's making seeing, you know, people you don't see every day that much more special. So it's definitely hard not being able to see, you know, Meg or G every day, um, but it's nice seeing them whenever you can. Yes, for sure. Um, going off of that, you guys hit all great points. I think being a senior during COVID has been especially challenging. It's, of course, been filled with many um, highs and there's been lows, but it's brought us all together in a way that I don't think that we've all would have come together because we've all just become so grateful of the little things. It's like seeing people out on the paddock on a beautiful day, like it's just all of a sudden you're so grateful for that and the sun shining and people are outside granted we're in mass but like we're still present together instead of like some colleges being behind a screen so for me it's just made me so much more grateful of the Sienna community um and it took a lot to get to that point but I'm so happy that I've reached that yeah, I mean, when when things happened in last spring and everybody had to go home, I felt so bad for the seniors, especially who went on spring break and then just never came back. And, you know, and the world just shut down and all of those things that you look forward to, you know, at the end of your senior year and, you know, the countdown parties and senior week and commencement and all those things just didn't happen and weren't were unable to happen. And I felt really terrible for those students and I was 
really hopeful that this year we could work to a point where we could still have those things. So, you know, we're you know, right now we're entering the last month of time as students in your senior year. Like, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to or like a bucket list item you want to do before you leave Siena? I know that's a tough one. There's I can try, start try, off try to keep things PG have... for the radio. Yeah, I'm. I think it was going into my freshman year. Sienna had a few videos with seniors and, you know, their bucket list and actually, you know, let them do it. Someone dressed up as like public safety for the day. Oh, yeah. um, I think someone also wanted to go like to the top of the dome in Sienna Hall. I think that's like my goal. That would be kind of something fun to do in the last month, just off the top of my head without really thinking of something in particular. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I gave Megan Gianna a little time to think. Um, I can't say I have, I feel like I for sure have like a written out bucket list somewhere in my dorm room that I just don't have memorized right now because I feel like that's just how Sienna is. Um, I think in general for me, Gianna actually kind of touched, excuse me, kind of touched on this a little bit. Something I always look forward to in the last month of Sienna is seeing people outside because especially with COVID, it's like, oh my gosh, real people. It's like, wow, there's people here. Um, so that's been really cool. But I think I'm really excited for our class being able to, I know Gianna's gonna touch on this in a bit, but like do senior week activities and like actually graduate. It's just really crazy to think about. So I'm really looking forward to like closing out the year with my classmates, I mean. For me, um, which is actually really ironic because I was a commuter for my first three years and now I'm a resident in light of COVID. Um, but I always wanted to do the victory lap that seniors do um which stay tuned to senior events and I'll share a little bit more about that we always laugh because even though I was a commuter I always lived here in a way so like I have certain rooms where I'm like no that's a part of my victory lap mm -hmm. um so that's what I'm looking forward most to doing but stay tuned and I'll share more about that you know when I was a student I don't think I ever did a victory lap but I have been I've been to my freshman dorm since then you know on move-in day a lot of years I've been here for 10 years now working. So, you know, on move-in day, I usually stop by Ryan Hall and One East and, and talk to the new, the new residents of my old room. So, um, but, you know, G, you kind of talked a little bit about, about senior week and Meg references as well. Um, you know, obviously a lot of difficulty with, with planning those things, but, you know, what's going on for senior week or senior days is what you guys have been calling <laughs> Yeah, planning has certainly been a roller coaster, but we've been adapting and moving with it. So Wednesday after finals end, we're going to kick it off with some graduation giveaways. Um, then we're going to have that res hall crawl is what we're calling. There's going to be fryers. There'll be staff outside. We're going to have some high tops set up. There'll be drinks, snacks, and, you know, we can kind of mimic that um, victory lap in a safer COVID way. Um, Thursday, we're going to have some morning yoga. We're going to have a beach day. That's going to have a ton of different fun activities. At night, we'll have a fancy formal sit-down dinner since we can't do the typical cruise that the seniors did, but it'll give us a chance to get dressed up. Um, maybe end the night with a bonfire. Friday, there'll be a paint and sip. Um, and then, of course, the champagne toast, which I won't steal your heat with that. <laughs> Um, and then after that, we'll have a late night breakfast because I'm sure we'll all be hungry. Um, and then Saturday, of course, the liturgy. And then 
my favorite that I'm looking forward to is fireworks under the stars. Always popular. That's a great lineup. It's great that you guys can still do all of those things, even amidst all what's going on. Um, and, you know, I mean, really, you know, we're here to talk about senior year, but really we're here to talk about the senior gift today. And, you know, you three are on the senior gift committee. I've been managing the senior gift campaign since 2010 when I started working here and Brandon Murphy from the class of 2017. I told him I'd give him a little bit of credit. Uh, you know, he, he works with me on that this year or and last year. Um, but, you know, very supportive over the years. The senior class has been awesome. Uh, we've raised over like or just about half a million dollars from the senior class gift campaign over the years. And each class has kind of left their own mark on campus with that project. Um, so, you know, Bobby, can you tell me a little bit about what the what the money is going towards this year for the senior gift? Yeah, of course. Uh, so we're actually putting the money towards the COVID emergency health and safety fund uh, that Sienna obviously established to, you know, help with some of the costs and everything that they've had to go through for COVID. So that's including all of the cameras that are in, I would say majority, if not all of the classrooms by now. Uh, so people in quarantine or just not feeling well uh, could easily come and feel like they're in an in-person class a little more than, you know, just over the computer with their professor who's also at home. Uh, it, we've had tents on the quad all around campus that people have uh, classes in and everything. Uh, it's also a great outdoor space for outdoor dining. They put up a tent, student activities can run a little more of uh, I guess, larger events in that tent, uh, obviously still socially distanced, uh, face masks that they gave out to everyone, hand sanitizers all over this campus, uh, plexiglass at every single desk for the most part, uh, behind offices and, you know, at the post office and everything, uh, cleaning services, they're cleaning the dorms more than ever, they're cleaning just any, you know, high touch points also, which is great. And then just all the signage just saying, you know, six feet apart, they have like the cool little paw prints uh, on the floor in Casey's and all around in the dining hall. Uh, so all of that is what, you know, we're raising money for because Sienna's obviously had to spend a lot of money. So it'll be great to, you know, help them out and uh, put our money towards that fund. Yeah. And I mean, like, like you said, there's a, a large amount of costs that have been, you know, associated with equipping the college for the COVID world and being able to be on campus. So it's it's great to be able to, you know, help defray some of those costs with the class gift. And, you know, each year along with the class, you know, as part of the class gift, you know, in recognition of it, we put a plaque on campus with all the names of the $100 plus donors, what we call the Gold Dome Donor Society. Uh, we put a plaque somewhere on campus and, and name something to recognize that senior class gift. So, you know, Meg, this is pretty personal to you, right? So why don't you tell us a little bit about where that's going? For sure. Sorry, there's a bird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say this was definitely really personal for me. And I think for a lot of my classmates as well. But so this year, the plaque will be going outside of my townhouse, townhouse 33, um, which is currently unnamed, but our class has decided we'll be naming it after Brother Ed. Um, so it'll be Coglin Corner, I believe, um, or Coglin House. I'm not sure if we finalized that yet, but um, I could talk about Brother Ed for hours. I think he was an incredible asset to our campus and he embodied what it meant to be a Sienna Saint and our mission, like no one I have ever met. He was a humble, compassionate servant leader and he had this like 
certain energy he carried with him like wherever he went whether it was like putting his hand on your shoulder I feel like that's a classic example or just seeing him around like the quad he really lit up our campus and I I this was just such an incredible opportunity for our class to honor him um, I remember very distinctly two of my housemates Marley Frisco and Cassidy LaPierre also on the senior gift committee and we were actually on the call together but um, before the call, my Marley's my direct roommate. We were talking about like what our gift might entail, like before our initial one. And Marley and I both actually have the picture of Brother Ed from our campuses service hanging above both of our desks. So we have like Brother Ed side by side on um, next to our desks. But we were kind of just chatting, and she, I think she had actually brought up like, oh, maybe we could have a statue for him or something. And then we just kind of kept going and and talking about like something meaningful we wanted. Um, and then Jake, I remember you and Brandon were kind of running through the different, like, I think we had like three options mm -hmm. and you guys had brought up the naming an unnamed house. And I immediately in my head, I was like, that's it. It we're naming this after brother Ed. We have to, there is not a single other person I could think of or any other name that has, that carries as much meaning as brother ed and marley and i looked at each other on the call I, I probably could like go back to the recording and see that and we we both like we just knew then and there that like that was what we had to do and it just like hit the mark for us so i think naming our house in particular after brother ed is an incredible feeling and just i i can't express how excited we were when the voting came back after like we voted on whose house it was and it was town is 33 you can see like all my housemates and i jumping around i'm like eating pasta in the middle of it but we're, we were just so excited and i think that this is an incredible way to honor his memory his service to our campus and just the energy that he left with us i i couldn't be happier with the gift project this year and you know for me to have a student propose that as an option you know, to name the house after Brother Ed instead of after the class or something like that, it was very meaningful for me and it was great to see that and I was really happy. So we're going to take a quick break though. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk more about the 2021 Senior Gift Campaign with, with Bobby, Megan, and Gianna. And a quick reminder to our listeners that you can watch the full interview on the Siena College Alumni YouTube channel, but we'll be right back on WVCR 88.3 The Saint. Welcome back to the Saints and Alumni Show on WVCR 88.3 FM, The Saint. I'm your host, Jake Hill, and I'm here with Bobby Bailey, Megan O'Neill, and Gianna DiGregorio from the Senior Gift Committee. And again, we're talking about the Senior Gift Campaign today. Uh, you know, when I started back here in 2010 in the alumni office, I started the Senior Gift Campaign, uh, the Senior Gift Committee then, and recruited a, a wide variety of students to help me with this. You know, these three students here today are members of that committee and have you know volunteered to help with the, with the senior gift over the year. So very thankful to have them. They have helped us be very successful over the years and this year as well. So this year has been a little bit difficult because of COVID, which we talked about before, but usually about two thirds of the amount of money that we raise for the senior gift comes from a few larger events that we do. This year, due to the COVID guidelines, we have not been able to host events like that. So when trying to fundraise, we have had to be a little bit more creative. And one of those things came in the form of a calendar. So Meg, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Friar calendar? Sure. So the Friar calendar was actually an idea that my friend Meredith McElroy, who's a current junior, and I came up with at the start of last year, so the start of my junior year, her sophomore year. 
Um, I believe it was initially her idea and we just wanted to find a fun way for our campus to get to know the friars on a level beyond seeing them in mass and in their habits and just walking around the community. So uh, we initially decided to hit the ground running with it when we were actually going on a Guatemala trip that Jake actually chaperoned us on. So fun, but we used it as a fundraiser and it was pretty successful, but um, we wanted to figure out a way to bring it back this year and just continue to make it better and better. And there were no trips this year because of COVID. And I thought where, where else would be a better place to bring it than to the senior gift committee, especially considering that the house is being named after brother Ed. So having his other friars we thought would be a really a nice both a nice and a fun fundraiser for our class so um I mean my favorite parts about it is it's you get to see the friars out of their like element a little bit and you can see the difference even between this year and last year's calendar like they really had a lot of fun with it this year which was really cool um but and I think a lot of them are really excited that the calendar itself was going to be going towards fundraising something for our campus as a whole, as well as for Brother Ed. I think that was really big for them. But it's been the Friar calendar has easy, easily been one of my favorite things that I've done at Siena so far. So, well, it was very impactful for the senior gift. And, you know, I want to thank you for that. Uh, it made a big difference for us this year due to the lack of events and the, the calendar sales accounted for about $5,000 towards the total amount that we raised for the senior gift. And it was a game changer for us. So, you know, each year we also reach out to families to make a donation in honor of their senior, which usually returns about three or $4,000 in donations. But this year it's returned about $6,200 to date. And, you know, the donations are still coming in and, you know, as of right now, we have reached our $15,000 goal and we still have a month left of the school year. So we're hoping to enhance that and, you know, and, and raise some more money and, you know, head towards that record setting level. I don't know if we're going to get there. We're, we're running a little short on time. And again, the, the events, we haven't been able to do them like that, but, you know, it, 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 we, we've reached the goal and I'm very happy about that. So, you know, one thing that we have coming up that will help us is the champagne toast and the champagne toast is a very popular event that we that I actually started back in 2012 with a former colleague from student activities and it's our way to sort of welcome the graduating seniors as alumni of the college and right now we are in process to create this event in a COVID guideline version it's not going to be the same as it has been in the past but we're this whole year everything has been about what can we do what can we do to create the best experience for these students and to you know leave, have them leave the campus feeling good about their experience even though all these hardships have happened so the champagne toast will be happening it will be happening on friday february uh, friday not february friday may 28th and you know more details will come uh, on the sienna.edu senior gift website but that's going to be right at the end of the senior week and the senior year for you guys. Um, what what's next? Like what's coming up after graduation? What's what's the post Sienna world look like for you guys? Why don't we lead off with Gianna this time? All right. As much as I don't like to talk about my time at Sienna coming to an end. Um, Nobody does. I, I, I just stayed. So I'm still exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to do so. Um, 
if Sienna had my graduate school program, I wouldn't be going anywhere. But um, I am going to be attending St. Rose. I actually start my courses there before I graduate from here. So oh, wow. um, grad school classes start May 17th. We're going to hit the ground running with that. Um, I got my degree here in social work, and I'm going to be pursuing a master's degree in social work. Awesome. Awesome. And keeps you at home still, which is nice. You can live at home a little cheaper, maybe. Sure will be. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bobby? So just like you, Jake, I'll be staying here post-grad. Um, I'm continuing here with my MBA. So I have an internship for over the summer, which is remote. Uh, so I got an apartment off campus and I move in uh, early August, late July, and I'll be here for the following year. So I'm taking actually two classes right now, part of the MBA program. I'll take two over the summer and then I'll finish off with my remaining seven between the fall and spring semester. And then ask me in a year what I'm doing after Sienna. <laughs> that, that's great. That sounds like a nice way to stay here and, and, you know, get that grad degree at the same time, shorten up the time it takes to get that done. And Meg, what are you going to be doing? So I will be attending St. Louis University in Missouri. So I actually move out to Missouri June 4th. So I <laughs> have to pack up my townhouse and then pack up my actual house and hit the ground. Um, but I will be doing their Billiken Teacher Corps program, which is a full tuition remission program. So praise be. <laughs> um, and it focuses on community service and service, excuse me, specifically in underserved Catholic schools. So I'll be taking classes on their campus in the summer. And then I move to Springfield, Illinois during the school year, where I will be teaching high school math and coaching the Sacred Heart Griffin high school swim team. So I'm super Super excited about that. So, wow. So, you guys are all squared away. I know when I was at this point in my senior year, I had no idea what I was doing. And I actually, it was in April, I met a Siena alum. I was chopping wood at a church in Loudonville. And a guy named Mark Warby, who is now passed away, Mark was a, a great guy. He was, you know, he became my mentor and he was a member of the class of, of 1981 and I, it was the church that his wife is the pastor at over here in Loudonville and he came up you know I had kind of told his wife what my story was and what had happened to me but you know I was graduating in spring of 09 when the stock market had just tanked and financial situation was really bad much like it was you know, last year and he said you know my wife told me about your situation I'm always looking to help out other Siena alumni and he helped me get a job at Wildwood Programs, which was my first job in my career. And that was where he was the executive director. And from then, when, when I came to Siena to work, you know, he recommended me here. And he was so excited when I was coming back here. And I used to meet with him every, every couple of months and have coffee and kind of talk about career things and retirement planning and things that I didn't know anything about when I was 23 years old. So, you know, Mark was a very instrumental part of my Siena experience and my Siena life. And just a random chance occurrence that I met him and made a big difference for me. So yeah, that's one of my, one of my favorite Sienna alumni related memories, but you know, do you guys have any favorite Sienna memories of students that you want to share? I, <laughs> Which one's going? <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's, I mean, there's so many, um, Anything from, you know, the two Sienna Fest that we were actually on campus for to just, you know, being able to text your friend saying, hey, want to go get dinner? 
in a half hour and just being, you know, 10 feet away from them or a building away from them. Um, I think that's what I'll miss most, you know, being so close to your friends. Cause obviously we've had summers, we've had winter breaks where it's a month or three months away. You had COVID where you're maybe, you know, six months away from your friends. So I'll definitely, I think the best memory is just, you know, being so close to your friends and actually being able to plan stuff, you know, with 10 minutes to spare before something happens. Like, hey, let's go to Frank's with the Friars in 10 minutes. Right. Uh, that's definitely something that I'll always remember. I know when I when I graduated and I moved, I moved actually to my aunt's house in Waterville Elite, I just remember being so lonely because I used to have all these, I lived with eight guys my senior year in, in McCluskey and there was always somebody around, always something to do. You walk across the square to somebody else's house. There's always something going on. And then it was just like, that ended abruptly and it was a very shocking hard, shocking and hard thing to deal with but uh gee i saw you unmuting what, what, what do you want to share yeah um like bobby said um just always like being able to do something with your friends like we're always close by but you know what i'll never forget is like basketball is my favorite sport so being able to go to the basketball games and like to make things better all my best friends are cheerleaders um cheerleading is not my thing but being able to you know watch my favorite sport while supporting my friends and what they do was always what I looked forward to doing that's I mean Sienna basketball I was when I was a student it was really the you know the height of Sienna basketball you know with the Fran McCaffrey era and my senior year we played Ohio State in Ohio in Dayton, Ohio. And my, my friends and I drove out to that. And I was actually in the front row of the student section for the, the famous, you know, onions, double order. Like I never heard that because I was at the game, but you know, that experience of watching that game live was, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge basketball fan. I've been to every level of the tournament, the championship, the final four, everything. And that's, that game is still like the greatest basketball experience I've ever had. That was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we got to do that. Right, how about you? Um, I think kind of similar to Bobby and G, I will, my favorite memories are always revolving around Sienna's community and Sienna's energy. I think when I think of that, something I always think of is freshman orientation. So Bobby, G and I are all orientation leaders. So I think leading orientation these past two years was really it's just so much fun welcoming new classes because you're just so excited for them to start their journey and like you remember the start of yours. Um, that's always been a really favorite memory of mine. Another one was actually helping out with senior week my sophomore year. Um, I cried that entire week because I was like, I don't want to leave Sienna. This is terrible. Um, so we'll definitely be crying again this senior week. But um, again, the energy that week was so much fun and it was so cool watching the class of I guess 2019 that must have been um like finish their senior week together so that's another favorite memory of mine for sure I guess you know spending a week in Guatemala with me doesn't rank with anything so well, that's fine I'm I, not bitter I don't about it I'm not feel jealous that we got to experience Guatemala together yeah. I, I don't want to rub it in anyway. you want to rub it in with everybody else no of course not I'm listening to Billy Joel in the van yeah <laughs> great experience I'm glad we got to do that but I'm also glad you guys got to join me here on the radio show here today. Thank you very much for coming on. 
And, you know, huge thanks to Bobby Bailey, Megan O'Neill, and Gianna DiGregorio for joining us on the Saints and Alumni Show. And as a reminder to listeners, tune in to WBCR 88.3 The Saint on Friday afternoons at 4.30 for future episodes of the Saints and Alumni Show or at your leisure on the iHeartRadio app or the Siena College YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm your host, Jake Hill, and go Saints.